Modern Christian Dads, Season 2. We're about to explode. Just dudes talking news, sports, and God. What's up, guys? Welcome into the Modern Christian Dads podcast. My name is Jeremiah Johnson. We're dudes talking news, sports, and God. Coming at you each and every week. So thanks for joining the crew. Hashtag MCD Nation. We're going to get into some new sports and God in just a moment here. But uh, how are you guys doing today? Doing great. Very yeah, awesome. Good, good. I want to encourage you guys, as always, we're on Facebook Live. So if you're on Facebook Live, comment, interact with us. We'd really appreciate that. You can go to uh, Grace Point Daily, the YouTube channel. We put all of our shows on there. And most importantly, you can listen on any podcast platform uh, that you want to. So thank you so much for that. Don't forget, we had a really great episode last week with a guy named Evan Belk. He's a teacher, a coach, and uh, that was a, a great episode, probably the best episode we ever had. In my opinion, I don't agree. Anyway, with that. so yeah, let's so welcome. He, he did get with me later and said and that you really didn't know much about basketball. So. <laughs> All right, that is Leckley Sheppins, Kelly Stevens over there. Yes, Yay. I thought it was great to just watch Kelly Stevens last week. Just be like. <laughs> you weren't the only one, brother. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I kind of enjoyed the show. I was like, oh wow. They yeah. can do it without me. <laughs> <laughs> so he's here. Uh, Greg Craywick, the trail ninja, is with us Seriously? as well. <laughs> Good afternoon, Wait, everybody. Greg or Walden. <laughs> I get you guys messed up. Greg Walden. We need to give him a new name. He's now called uh, Walden. Okay. All right. Well, Walden. Well, good afternoon <laughs> and good morning if you're in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What's the time difference? I don't know. Something. 12 uh, hours. I just 12 hours? Oh, okay. <laughs> Greg Craywick, the real Greg Craywick, seriously, the Donut Lord. That's right. Yeah, I should have I should have brought a box of donuts for you guys last week. So while Evan so and I were talking, well, yeah, you could have been, been eating. Nice. Yeah, thanks that, for thinking of that. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. That didn't help me last week. No food today. So Not what's happening, guys? This week either I got a bunch of stuff to well, throw at you real quick. But actually, you guys, any updates I or of something today? That I'm gonna I'll, excuse me. Can you let him talk? <laughs> yes. <laughs> this I think this is a really good idea, and this is for you, Mr. Kelly Stevens. Ooh. I, you know, there. What do you guys think about modern Christian dads cooking? Yeah. Because you cookbook. No, just like <laughs> like we'll have a video thing with Kelly cooking because he makes some of the best smoked yeah. foods I've ever had. Like the the yeah. jalapeno poppers, and I think the next time he does it, we ought to film that. Oh, because I'm I'm thinking that there are, there may be some modern Christian dads that don't really know how to do that. Because mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. learned this year how to grill and grill good. Because mm-hmm. for years I've spent money on hamburger and stuff like that, and totally <laughs> just wasted it all. Nobody wants to eat it. But I thought I bet there's some modern Christian dads that could benefit from that. Yeah, yeah. you know. So I just thought MCD cooking. Yeah, well, you know, or lunch with Leckley. I don't know. Yeah. The, the only thing that we'd have to do is get some security because every time I go out back to start grilling or smoking yeah. meat and stuff like that, my neighbor. Uh, R.V. Maynard shows up and mm, um, probably wants some. He's always, yeah. I mean, <laughs> what are you cooking? <laughs> Dr. R.V. Maynard. None your business. <laughs> but I just thought I'd throw yeah. that out there. Man. No, that'd be fun. Yeah, that'd I be, think fun. It would be fun. All right. Great so. episode or video we can put on Facebook Live or whatever. I think so. I think the guys channel. would appreciate that. Let's yeah. do it. Let them know. 
I'm down. Yeah, I've never had cooking. I don't think I ever had. Huh? I never had your cooking, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Walden, what's going on in your world? You're getting in the new house there. Yeah, man, I'm wore out, man. I got so, so much junk. I'm like, oh, can't even give it away. Yeah. yeah, I'm trying to get some junk away. So if anybody wants a free couch, a free two free uh, end tables, a kitchen table with some uh, chairs. Maybe. Have you slept on that couch? No. Oh, okay. Well, it might not be so bad. Yeah, it might be a pretty good deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, how about we just go ahead and dive into it enough that I did forget, though, because you brought up cooking. Yeah. Uh, we do have Modern Christian Dad Sports Only Edition now for the second straight week. If you caught that the other day, guys, thank you for that. Mm. I have to get, you know, I have all the sports talk in my my head on Monday morning so it's a good way for me to get it out of my head so if you like the sports exclusively modern Christian dads sports only edition on Mondays Any, anybody listen the Monday to that after that right yeah yeah Oh, yep, okay. you betcha. Yeah. All right, let's dive into it. Dudes talking new sports and God. We have the Facebook page, all that good stuff. Like, share, subscribe on uh, uh, on the podcast, please. So here we go. Uh, the first one is is I do a thing called the Wake Up Grace Point as well. Uh, every Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. Wake Up Grace Point. Grace Point Assembly of God. Grace Point Daily YouTube channel. Uh, but the other day, I took a little break because we've been talking about hell, which is a heavy topic, right? Mm-hmm. So I took a moment to show everyone on the Wake Up Grace Point the worst chicken YouTube channel. Have you seen this before? No. Okay. Subscribe to this. This is great. The worst chicken YouTube channel. It's basically a guy, a guy where he takes uh, rubber chickens and he takes the most popular worship songs of the day and the rubber chickens sing to the worship song. (laughs) Yeah. That's good too. (laughs) It's awesome. Like it's completely hilarious. Uh, And his videos have gotten more and more creative, but like he starts them off, like it's real serious. And you think this, so it's called the Great w- the We're Shicken, We're Shicken we're YouTube, Shicken YouTube channel. channel. We're okay. Shicken YouTube channel. I'm telling you, it is hilarious. I mean, we're not going to do it because um, <clears> I don't know if we have the rights or whatever. But if you just go to that YouTube channel, completely hilarious. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. We're Shicken. Greg right. Walden was so inspired, he did his own rubber chicken well, video actually, Facebook Live yeah, today. Well, actually, I, had, <laughs> I, did a, I did one a year ago. Well, I have a red rubber chicken, so I had a Minute Works song playing. There's a little clip of it, you know. Yeah. I guess it wasn't as good as Why do you have a rubber chicken? I'm just curious. My wife got it. (laughs) Why does she have a rubber chicken? You know what? I'm going to ask her that question. Why are you doing a rubber chicken? Is that something that you're trying to give away now through this? Does it come with the couch? Yeah, it's probably stuffed underneath there somewhere. Peter's squawking when you sit down. Here it is. Okay, I, I feel like this is going to start getting us in trouble pretty soon. Yeah, because I've got a joke I'm really Okay, the Worst Chicken YouTube channel. It will be worth your time. Completely hilarious. Go check it out. Okay, next up, America's Most Stolen Cars. I found this. Wow. Uh, uh, top five. Now it had the top 25 or 20, 30, something like that. But I just went ahead and did the top five starting from five on down. Here we go. Number five, the 2019 Dodge Charger last year, 888 of those were stolen. Wow. Wow. Oh, wow. Any of those cop cars? <laughs> yeah. Uh, didn't say I'm for sure. But anyway, number four, the 2019 Nissan Sentra. 
God, why would you steal that? <laughs> Not for sure why on that one. 959. Uh, the next one, I didn't write down the number on this one, but uh, number three was the 2019 Jeep Grand Cherokee. That's a nice yeah. ride. Yep, yep. So, uh, and I think the Sentra and the Cherokee have been in that for the last several years. Really? Actually. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it has something to do with parts. Or I don't. I didn't really get super, super dive deep into that one. Number two, the 2019 Ram truck. 1,547 of those were stolen. Oh, wow. And the winner is Walden. My the truck. 2019 Ford F-Series. Really? 1,767. The most stolen vehicle. My, yeah, in America. But they always bring those back. Yeah, I, was yeah. Say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I heard like the Dodges, like like how many how many of the Dodge Chargers were stolen? Uh, eight hundred eighty-eight, and like seven hundred ninety where they just found them on the side of the road, like yeah. ten minutes after they got stolen. So yeah, they got back to their owners pretty quick. Found on mm. road, dead. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Next up, uh, I found this one very interesting. It was the 38 most valuable toys from your childhood. Okay, we got, uh, oh, you see, I got some yeah. figures and stuff yeah. in my office. I got yeah. boys and uh, those kind of things. But uh, I, I find it fascinating. If you go in the toy section, specifically with the boy toy section, literally the toys are exactly the same as when I was a kid. They have pro wrestlers. They just released the original all the He-Man mm -hmm. yeah, figures. Really? Yeah. They just released those in the toy no section. Uh, they have Batman superheroes, Marvel. Mm -hmm. uh, they have uh, G.I. Joe Transformers, oh. Ninja Turtles. Uh, literally every toy that I had when I was a kid. Have you noticed this? Is like It kind of freaks me out. when I, I mean, they're like twice, three times as much more in terms of price. Right. Literally all the toys are exactly the same. There's a couple that are different, but not much. That is yeah. awesome. So and this says boys are still boys. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Yep. Well, and there's a huge market. I read this the other day is that a t who, the people who are buying those toys now are not necessarily kids. It's retro <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. toy collectors, which yeah. leads to this article, the 38 most valuable toys from childhood. And I found a list at 35, but I'm going to throw some at you to see if you remember these. I pretty much grabbed the ones that were more relative to my childhood. But here's the first one. Garbage pale kids cards. Oh, Do you remember man. these? Oh yeah, I had them. Garbage oh, pale kid cards. You remember I these? I Nasty don't. Nick. Nasty <laughs> Nick. They, yeah, so it's like Greg. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like those? what was it like? Kind of Cabbage Patch Kids maybe, yeah, but they were like they were like gross. They were like yeah, and they had cards. I remember yeah, it. And so you can peel it off. Yeah, and it was a sticker too. You could stick it on stuff. Yeah. Well, so it if was you, yeah, after my time, it was after your time. <laughs> yeah. Maybe after your time too. Oh man, I, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, one thousand dollars and up. Wow. Uh, people are getting for these cards from their kids. The surreal garbage pale kids collectible mm. cards have found their ideal home on the equally surreal internet where a card like Adam Bomb can collect around $3,000 bonus dollars if they're in their original packaging. Wow, wow. So wow. Yeah. another big one, there's a guy, uh, Jake uh, Logan Paul. I don't watch him. He like swears a lot. Not a good YouTube channel to watch, but every once in a while I see him on my YouTube feed because he's trending a lot. Uh, and another big one right now that is super expensive is original Pokemon stuff. Mm -hmm. If really? you have original Pokemon, wow. it's thousands and thousands of like Pokemon cards, et cetera. Really? Uh, anyway, I don't have that. Another. Here's one you guys will probably be familiar with the original Game Boy. Yeah, but I remember getting that when it first came out. If you want to, the original Game Boy right now, it's about $750 to $1,000. Yeah. 
what was a Tetris? I remember Tetris yeah. on oh, that. Man. That was like best the game ever. best game ever. Uh, before we were obsessed with our cell phones, we whiled away the hours on Nintendo's handheld game system, which was first released in the U.S. in 1989. Wow. How old were you in 1989? Uh, these days, mint condition Game Boys go for hundreds. And you have a, if you have a special edition Game Boy Light, over $1,000. Wow. Wow. I did not have either so, one of those. Anyway, all right, next couple more for you guys, just for fun. Uh, third is the vintage Super Soaker oh, yeah. water guns. Oh, yeah, I had those. <laughs> These oh, yeah. are going between $100, $500. Mm-hmm. Super Soakers took water fights to the next level yep. yes. and these vibrantly colored aqua guns are still in high demand models like this one or there's a picture there from the 90s start around 129 dollars can go for as much as 500 Good bucks night, wow so yeah we wow. still leave them laying out in the yard and stuff and whatever <laughs> not 500 dollars <laughs> yeah. believe that go to, go to walmart I, now and buy some i toys. wish like and retro stuff is so popular i wish you i wish i had me personally myself had enough money to buy like two of everything literally yeah. you know yeah, what right. i'm saying yep. and box one and because some of this stuff you know uh, later on, you're going to kick yourself. I was talking to someone the other day about old cars, which is not like old toys, but you know, I kind of joked. Um, people will talk about like I love the 1957 Chevy two door hardtop Bel Air, but uh, people had like oh I had three of those or four of those back in the day, right? And at the time, it was a car, and everyone had one, or they're mm-hmm. wildly produced, or etc. And now they're like kicking themselves, right? I should have hung on to that. Yeah. And I was kind of joking, like, I'm not for sure 50 years from now. I'm like, oh, man, that 2006 Toyota Corolla. Whew, if I only would have held on to that, baby. <laughs> it, yeah. Oh, uh, but, you know, uh, I don't. <laughs> I will. Yes. Yeah. I'll be that weird old pastor that's yeah. still driving my Corolla. <laughs> but, you know, those things, there's one Marquise Brownlee. He's a very popular YouTuber. He had a retro series. He actually unboxed uh, an original Game Boy and he oh. tested it because they talked about how, how hardcore it was. Like it could survive an explosion. But he was doing things like he had an original, uh, the original MacBook mm. laptop, the original the desktop with the funky bubble like yeah. screen and and he does like retro series on that stuff and just so amazing he opens one that was kept long ago and then oh, wow. reawakens it and see how it works and everything so yeah, just kind of crazy mm. yeah the game boy was tough man i had to go i was uh, i took a one went to desert storm and me a sandstorms everything i think it kept on ticking wow man. retro stuff super in right now though and the last one on the list was mario kart 64 my personal favorite game of all time i don't have it greg walden does i go over to his house every once in a while mario kart yeah that's thank you mario kart did any of you guys ever like have a football and go outside and play <laughs> what what's that like, what are you talking about basketball or or <laughs> plank all day long <laughs> so i said my grandma kept a lot of my dad's toys from when he was a kid so we played with them when we were little guys and yeah. they were all made out of steel yeah like yeah. all yep. the cars and the fire trucks and everything and and when we got in fights we'd throw it and they actually hurt so yeah. what's your most memorable toy from when you were a there kid? you go i was gonna throw that out there oh, throw sorry. out your favorite yeah. retro toy i well i i had a lot of the metal mm-hmm. you know like the fire trucks and the the dump trucks. The the one thing I remember playing most with was a Johnny West. Uh, he was a figure, and I think they even had a cartoon of him. But uh, uh, he was a cowboy, oh. and so you you got the horses with him, and yep. you got the saddles that you could put on there, and and all that. And uh, that's 
that's the one thing I kind of remember playing with the most. But so now you can get Kanye West. Kanye West. <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, I thought he was going to say a rubber chicken. Oh. <laughs> 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 come later. <laughs> Love that rubber chicken. Yeah. It's a red one specifically. Yeah, 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 yeah. How about you, Alden? <laughs> well, mine was a uh, Hot Wheels. Because I love the Hot Wheels cars mm-hmm. and the Star Wars stuff. Nice. Yeah. Mine was a Knight Rider car that actually oh. taught. With, it came with a, <laughs> a little uh, a model of David Hasselhoff. The, oh. the guy, the figure that you could yeah. put in there. Yeah. And nice. you pull down on the license plate. And it, welcome, Michael. <laughs> you know, it, it was, oh, that was the my favorite car. Yeah. Yep. So... What about uh, you there? Pro Pastor wrestling Jeremiah, figures. I did, I did. I did. I love really? pro wrestling figures. That was my favorite. Wow. Re- just action figures in general, but all time favorite were pro wrestling figures. Cool. Mm. I did it with my GI Joes. I did it with yep. any figure I had. Was always wrestling yep. with yep. them. So, all right. Well, let's move on now to a little food. Uh, Kelly Stevens, let's get back in your wheelhouse. Selecting chef and over That's there. It. Popeyes Cajun turkeys are coming back for Thanksgiving mm. 2020. Oh man! And did you see this Fauci? He's like, I just don't really recommend you guys have Thanksgiving this year and shouldn't get together in groups. And I oppose that. So. You see that rubber chicken to Fauci. (laughs) (laughs) Slap him with the rubber chicken. Popeye's Louisiana chicken is bringing back what it it calls a fan favorite. The fast food New Orleans style chicken chain is uh, taking pre-orders of its Cajun style turkeys at participating restaurants nationwide. While supplies last, prices start at thirty nine ninety nine. Mm. And if you want to know how to make it, I thought I had the recipe here. Is there anything like that? It's just forty bucks for a turkey. Yeah. They're pretty small. I bought one. Oh, we, have you? Yeah, we bought one here a few years ago just to, it's a Cornish to try it. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. A, a quail size. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think it was like, a, I want to say eight to 10 pounds or something yeah, like that. That's kind of small. So, uh, but it was good. It was a little dry, but it was good. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, if you need that, uh, I'm a, like, I'm a huge advocate of steak for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Why do we need turkey? Just steak. Yeah. Like one, I still remember 10 years ago, we had ribeye steaks for Thanksgiving. I was mm. like, mm. why haven't we always done this? <laughs> yes. What's the point yeah, of turkey? Come that. on. Although I, I like the honey baked hams. They're really delicious. Those are good too. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I know if it's done right, the turkey can be very, I want to, you need to do this one for me. I want to get blended. Do you remember last year they had the flaming hot? Cheeto turkey. Did you see that one? It got really popular oh, last yes. year. I heard about that, but yeah. yeah. The flaming Hot yeah. Cheeto turkey. Oh, wow. We need to get Belinda we or need... you to do that one. Hey, that could be mm. our first MCD yeah. 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 episode. Yeah. There All kinds go. of great stories I, I was like finding. It. I'll do one more. We'll get into some spiritual right. talk. And this one is for Mr. Uh, Greg Greg Craywick over oh, here, the donut board. Okay. Oh. All right. SpaceX launches 14th batch of Starlink internet satellites and fast-growing fleet. A SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket fired 60 more Starlink internet relay satellites into orbit Sunday from the Kennedy Space Center with another set awaiting launch Wednesday from the nearby Cape Canaveral Air Force Space Station. With Sunday's flight, SpaceX has now launched 835 Starlinks in a rapidly expanding global network that eventually will feature thousands of commercial broadband beacons delivering high-speed internet to any point on Earth. I want that. Got to be getting cluttered up there, I'm thinking. I'm like, hey, Elon, man. Hit me up, bro. I'll be running this. To reach the goal, the company plans to launch at least 120 new Starlinks every month. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I don't know where that stopping point is. Did you sign up for the beta? (laughs) 
I, I need to find out. I need to, okay. Elon hasn't called me back yet. <laughs> okay. I did sign up for the beta. So they well, said when it's available in your area, they would let you know okay, by, by email. Okay. So this, this would be fun to really get into sometime, but I was researching or, or reading some stuff talking about space and uh, it mm-hmm. was Elon talking about how he's mining, trying to mine meteors. And, you know, if we, if Jesus doesn't come back, it's scary, uh, isn't it? Space is going to become <laughs> well, the new yeah, frontier. Yeah, I know for <laughs> yeah. wealth and riches, and because they're talking about you know asteroids, they're talking about mining asteroids. Is what this YouTube video is talking about mm-hmm. because those asteroids have uh, minerals and the things that's used to build mm-hmm. uh, cell phones. Yeah. yeah, all of this tech gear that we so desperately want. Wow. So now it's going to be like, it, it's going to get there, you know, at some point. So it'll be kind of crazy. Wow. Yeah, and yeah. they suspect the, a lot of these asteroids have, a, have tons of gold in them, too. Yeah, yeah gold, gold and, and all that silver. All, yeah. All those you know, things so anyway. you need for your pocket device. But, I mean, yeah. that's it's just crazy to think uh, what's in space. And I saw one time I saw a speck of all the garbage that's in space <laughs> literally right now yeah. as well. Yeah. And everything. But uh, Elon continued to, to come up push. with a satellite that's a dump truck. Yeah, or a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> it kind of goes yeah. around and yeah. just takes all those. Maybe Kirby ought to get into the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just make sure you set out your trash on Wednesday. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But you know who owns it all? God. That's mm-hmm. right. He does. Yes. He made it all and he owns it. With, so now we should talk God. Yes. Spiritual yes, talk. Let's all thank right. our sponsor. Dive into it. Hi, my name is Jeremiah Johnson. I am the host of Grace Point Daily and the Modern Christian Dads podcast. But most importantly, I have the coolest job of being the lead pastor of Grace Point Assembly in Carthage, Missouri. Our church is about helping people discover a relationship with Christ and your purpose in Him, connecting other followers of Christ together in relationship and living out the mission of God. Why don't you join us for a service next time you're in this area? For more information, service times, and our address, go to gracepointag.org. We hope to see you soon. That's right. And we want to we want to plug in our area coming up a big thing that we got going on. Heaven's Gates, Hell's Flames, Amen. November 8th, 9th and 10th. So if you're in this area, come check it out. That's a Sunday, Monday and Tuesday night. It's going to be at seven o'clock each night. Powerful drama about heaven yeah. and about hell, which leads me, segues me into this book I've been reading. I read it before. It's called Hell is Real, but I hate to admit it. And I stumbled across this one a few years back by a guy named uh, Warren Bowman, who was a deacon in the church I was pastoring. Great guy. And it's just just so challenging to mm. go through. I'm reading all through it again. So kind of a lot of my wake up grace points the next week or two. And I'm even going to throw in a Sunday morning sermon on the subject matter of hell, how real and powerful that is and, and how really we should be motivated uh, as believers, followers of Christ. Yep. When we think about hell you yeah, know yeah. like in uh, yeah. just the other wake up grace point the other day ask the question okay let's let's ask a foundational question do you believe in hell yes yeah. oh yeah you know no, and no you know doubt. i mean now there was a survey in this book at the time when it was written that said mm. six out of ten uh christians or six out of ten people don't believe in hell you know so they're nearly mm-hmm. half so we, there but there, there's pastors that don't believe yeah. in hell. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. That. Right. Yeah. So, uh, but biblically we see, which this book argues is Jesus, every disciple, every book in the Bible talks about yeah. eternity and an eternity without Christ, which is yeah. called hell. And so a lot of us now moving away from that statistic, a lot of us would say, yes, we do believe in hell. And so his whole point is, I love his story. He was talking about how like, 
uh, he was so moved and had this encounter about the reality of hell and he got his uh, staff together and his church board and he repented. He's like, I'm so I repent for not really acknowledging hell like I should mm -hmm. and not and basically he said in the story he's like, Oh good. We thought you were gonna talk about like you're having an affair or something like this. <laughs> what, praise God. And you're like, No, don't you realize how serious this is? Hell is real. Yeah. Yeah. And we've been playing games and not yeah doing what we should be doing as a church, you know? And so uh, really motivated by that whole thought today. So obviously we believe hell's real. It's, we should be do something about it. But the one scripture I wanted to bring up today, which I was really hanging on, comes out of, I just closed my Bible, Hebrews chapter nine, verse uh, 27. Uh, and I'm gonna need somebody ramble for a second while I find that. <laughs> really appreciate that. Yeah, All right, Hebrews chapter nine, verse back, 27. Way back. Uh, it says, just... <laughs> Uh, just as man is destined to die once and after that to face the judgment. Yeah. And so today, the, what I was hanging on was the reality or the truth that you only die once. Yep. Right. You, you only have one life and you only die once. That's it. Mm -hmm. And something comes after that. It's You're going to be judged. Is yep. that you will, uh, like the old preacher talk, you're going to stand before your maker mm -hmm. one day. You're going to stand before. Yeah, that's yeah. actually what the Bible says. Yes, it is. Well, you're, you're, you're going to die once and you're going to stand before God and you're going to be judged. Yeah. And there's one or two places that you can go to. And I'm not for sure that we, we get, I'm not sure I get that. I'll just throw, throw myself in there. I'm not sure I get that quite to its fullest reality. I only get one life because, mm -hmm. you know, if I, if, if I really, you know, really lived with that mentality, I'd probably be more aggressive, more mm -hmm. thoughtful, more in, in every phase of life that I'm living. But now it's, you know, it, it's that, that reality of eternity and the, the reality of eternity with heaven or hell. And the thing about the one life is the big catch is you don't know how that one, long that one life is going to be. Yes. I mean, you could be gone tomorrow. Yeah. There's no guarantees. The Bible even says there's no guarantees of tomorrow. I mean, there's a story today about, you know, Rush Limbaugh, I mean, he got diagnosed with uh, yep. stage four uh, lung cancer, mm -hmm. and they thought they had it under control. Well, today's news it's 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 progressing, and he's like, "I've never really, you know, we we know we're going to die one day, but he's like, when you facing a terminal, you know, a, a situation yeah. like this, yeah. it really puts a new light on on how short or how you know finite life is." Yeah. I remember, uh, Jonathan Edwards has a really good sermon called "Sinners in the Hands of an Angry God." And he talks about in that sermon, and you can listen to it on YouTube or whatever, about how people always think they're going to outsmart the ones before them. Like, but, but basically your life is dangling by a thread over the pit of hell if you do not have a relationship with Christ. True. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's in your face. And I think it was either him or Oswald Chambers or Spurgeon or somebody that said he wished that he could take a, a, a brand new pastor and, and hang them over hell for a day and then send them out into the mission field. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that that was like wow. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine that? Yeah. Though really, I mean, that would change everything. That would change the way you talk with people, or the way you minister, the way you preach, the way you yeah. sing. It would, yeah. you know, change everything. Yeah. So. yeah. Well, would, would it? Uh, because uh, uh, you know the story about Lazarus, Lazarus, and the, you're right. Yeah. You know, he was like send, you know, send Lazarus back to tell my family, mm -hmm. and it's like. Why would they listen to him? If yeah. They won't listen. They've got the prophets. Yeah, and the, yeah. And they, yeah. So I, I don't know if they would listen or or not. And mm -hmm. and the thing is, is here's the thing, guys. 
you have to have your experience with the Lord. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing yeah. that that will change you. If you don't have your experience with the, with the Lord, to where you're like, okay, Lord, I get I, that's it. That's good I, because I think when you do, you're you're actually looking at a decision. Yes, yeah. like yeah. like you you are actually spiritually seeing um, what can happen if you don't choose Jesus. That's exactly like, right. So, and there's a danger. I mean, here's a danger. Like if you look at the ten plagues of Egypt. The first, you know, mm-hmm. like, like when you're listening to the gospel, if you're an unbeliever listening to the gospel and you're feeling that conviction, like, hey, man, I got to do something. Don't put that decision off. Don't fluff it off. Don't like, oh, you know, and because each time you do that, your heart gets a little harder and harder. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the 10 plagues, the first five times Moses says, you know, God says, let my people go or let my people go. The Bible says Pharaoh hardened his heart. Mm-hmm. But after the fifth one, it says God hardened Pharaoh's heart. And you get to that point where you can no longer hear that conviction going on. That's a real dangerous place to be. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's the only warning I would say is if God's dealing with you, that you know you need to get your life right with Jesus. Yeah. Respond now. Don't don't put it off. That danger of one more day, one more moment. That's. I think yeah. of uh, Doctor R. B. Maynard, our good friend, if he's listening or will listen. Probably doesn't. No, anyway. <laughs> but uh, his first wife uh, died of uh, what was it? Uh, brain cancer or mm-hmm. what, uh, yes. brain cancer, had mm-hmm. but had tumor in the brain. But he even talked about that. Even when she was diagnosed, even when she had brain, he's like, and he said the day she died, he's like, well, I just didn't think it was going to be today. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, I just thought maybe tomorrow, yeah. maybe next week. I just, when it finally happened, I didn't think it was going to be today. And so I think we always live with a little bit of that mentality. Like, Oh, you know, not today, maybe tomorrow. You know, maybe Jesus will come back tomorrow. Maybe he'll come back next yeah. year you know maybe come back yeah. you know november 14th or whatever yeah. so we got a few more days you know to work through it yeah. but because i think we can get really comfortable in life and just put things off yeah you know well it's another day i'll just do it tomorrow right and yeah. that's that yeah. is not good <laughs> when no, it not, comes to not your when spiritual it comes, life. yes when right. it comes to your spiritual life yeah yeah don't you need to address that immediately yeah. So to put a little practicality to it today, I mean, I'm regurgitating a little bit of stuff here today, but that's good, um, that's good stuff. I talked about the bucket list, you know, the bucket list. We, we, we talk about the bucket list. That is a very selfish thing. Typically, it's usually like, well, I want to go on a cruise before I die. Oh, I want to, you know, something yeah. of that nature. Mm-hmm. It's usually something you want to get your own yeah. pleasure out of. Right. But I talked about the unsaved bucket list. You know, who do you want to see get saved before you die? You know, who do you make that a list, make that a target, make that a, a goal yeah. Yeah. to say, I want to see so-and-so get saved That's a good idea. before I die. Yeah. That's my goal, you know? And then secondly, along with that, taking it a step further is to say, my next bucket list is what do I want to do for God before I die? Mm-hmm. You know, there's so many people that I think, you know, leave opportunities or, you know, they go through a whole life. I wish I would have done that missions trip. I wish I would have stepped out in faith in that area or those kind of things. And what do you, what's, what's on the bucket list that you want to do for God? Do that yeah. while you still got a chance yeah. because yeah. you only got one life. You only got one chance. So, so why not, why not do it? What's the worst you could fail or it doesn't uh, go well or those kind of things. I mean, I just have met so many people that I feel like have just existed a little bit in life mm-hmm. and never taking that radical step of faith, you know, and I hate to whine about my story, but I I always go back to being here 
and one of the marker moments or for me was like leaving Utah and, and just taking a step of faith. But you know what I said to myself? I said, hey, if we move here and do this and, you know, whatever, there's more churches to pastor. There's more, you know, it's like, what's the worst that can happen? Mm-hmm. I take a step of faith and say, oh, that was dumb. I guess I should go back to this. Great. Well, at least, you know, I didn't, I, I can live with the reality. I'd rather live with, um, I, I tried it and failed. Right. Then I never did it at all. Yeah. Right. I'd rather live with that. Yeah. Cause right. there's a lot of people that, uh, have potential, but have never stepped out yeah. to test that potential or put it out there to see where it leads them. They're just like, I, fear of failure. So, yeah. Probably. There's so many yeah. people And Greg, you could have been that way, you know, at, at your age, you know, you, you know, here, here you get the call of God. And yeah. I don't know how long that had, had been in your, in your heart to do, but mm-hmm. at your age, you had a, a really good job mm-hmm. that, that was paying very well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, your family was provided for really no worries. If you wanted something, yeah. you could go get it yeah, and, and that kind of thing. And then all of a sudden you get a, a text and a phone call from pastor saying, Hey, uh, you ever, you think about coming back to heard Carthage, of Carthage, you know, and, 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 uh, yeah. you know, you literally took a step of faith, yeah. you know, and it's going to be incredible to see what God yeah. does with you. And I, I can already see the, the major growth that's going on in your life, but you know, man, you're a hero. Yeah. No, I mean, you're a hero a to me yeah. anyway, you know, and, and, and you're taking this big step of faith. You moved your family a long way from, and, and I might also say at a time that it was probably very hard for you and Kelly Mm -hmm. because of the diagnosis that your, that your uh, mother-in-law had gotten, it would have been just, you know, it'd been real easy to say, you know, the timing's not good. We shouldn't do this, you know, and, and, and all that, but God's going to honor that faithfulness. So, right. And he has, and he continues to do so. So, yeah. You have one life. Yeah. You'll die one time. Yep. And then you're going to stand before God, you know, and that, that's, that's the biggest of all moments, you know, yeah. and how scary will that be? I mean, I've, I've never, uh, I think I've stood before a judge, like for a speeding ticket one time in a hmm. school zone. Yeah. That was pretty scary. Like, <laughs> yeah. was uh, that recently? <laughs> <laughs> but man, you know, one day we're going to stand before God, almighty God and be judged, you know, and praise the Lord. The good news is we have to keep this in the right perspective is that he's paid the price. We're not condemned. We don't have to, that doesn't have to be a fearful moment when we know that we've received the gift of salvation. When we've embraced that, when we've, when we've made a decision to follow Jesus, then it's not like I'm going to be judged, you know, and uh, that kind of thing. But there still should be a fearful reality that we walk in every day. You know, I mentioned that today when we're at our pastor's meeting, you know, that, that Bible verse where Jesus said, Hey, some are going to come before me one day and be like, ah, I prophesied in your name. I did, you know, for me, I yeah. did podcasts in your name. <laughs> I did video. And Jesus like, well, I didn't really know you though. Yeah. Yeah. That, that scares me that as well. <laughs> I, you know, yeah, that's, that's for the, that's for the posers. I mean, we know when there's yeah. posers out there, yeah. you know, yeah. they, anybody can slap the Christian label on themselves. And, they, and, and do, and, and they just do what they want to do, but they just slap the Christian label on themselves. They're the posers. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, if you want, if here's a, I'm brought up Eminem, you know, he, his most famous song is lose yourself, but it's always like, dun, 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 dun. You only got one shot. What you going to do with it? 
Good to get you. Know, have you heard that song before? Yeah, Come on, lose yourself, Eminem. Come on. <laughs> anyway, all right. You're old, likely Shepins. Yeah. An old, he's, old man. He's thinking Eminem. He's like, I was kind of thinking of a. Oh, I was thinking of a Beach Boys song instead. I'm just no. now trying to caramel Eminem's man. They're really good. <laughs> so here's the goal, guys. You have one life. Yep. You only got one shot. Yep. You're going to die one time mm -hmm. and then you're going to face the judgment. And so number one, I hope that we're all right with God and that you're right with God and that you've made a decision to embrace the gift of salvation and to become a follower of Jesus Christ. But then along with that, now we got to be motivated to say like, well, I want to share that with other people because yep. I don't want all those other people in my life, sphere of influence, people I love. I don't want them to go to hell. You know, right. so I want to share Jesus with them. Right. And then number two, because I only have one shot, man, I realize now that I have a calling and I have a purpose and I want to live out that God purpose and do what God's called me to do uh, and not waste anything that God has given me. Yeah, so, that's, that's good, good, word. Yep. good word. Good word. All right, guys, modern Christian dads, dudes talking news, sports and God. We did it once again. Don't worry, we'll be back next week. Thanks for listening. Christian Dads, Season 2, we're about to explode. Just dudes talking news, sports, and God.